Business has always been about turning a profit, making money. But can it stand for something more? Something beyond dollars and cents? We think so. We think that today, business has a higher calling, a purpose to be fair and just, to do right by their workers, customers, communities, and the environment. And it turns out companies successful doing that also do better for their bottom line. When you see the Just Capital seal, it means this company is a force for good. Visit JustCapital.com to learn more. Welcome to Love, Death, and Money. I'm your host, Attorney Nas Baruti on Talk Radio 790 KABC. If you have a legal question that pertains to estate planning, asset protection, having a financial power of attorney, medical directive, and you want to ask on the air, the number to the station is one 800 1-800-222-5222. If this is the first time you're joining the program, welcome. My name is Naz Baruti. I'm an attorney in Southern California, and I focus my practice on estate planning and asset protection, making sure that my clients have the proper legal documents to protect themselves for the day they pass away or, God forbid, become incapacitated And if you don't have a plan in place, the state of California has one for you. And trust me, you are not going to like it. That's why every week you can join me on KABC 790 AM between the hours of 7 and 8 PM for Love, Death and Money, where I share with you my experience in this field and how you can protect your family for the day that you pass away. And having this information really allows you to have these important end-of-life conversations before it is too late. I think that many individuals don't like discussing passing away taxes, how money is going to be distributed if they're no longer around. But the most important thing to think about, and you have to ask yourself, is would I rather have this conversation and create a plan for my family or do I want the state of California to step in and essentially control what happens? It is always better to have a plan where you are able to control from the grave how your assets or are distributed if something were to happen to you. And if you're listening tonight and you're thinking, I'm too young, I don't need to think about this, I encourage you to listen for the next hour because I may change your mind. And it is always important to get advice from an attorney based on your particular situation. I'm licensed to practice in California, but this is just general information. It's always important to follow up with a licensed attorney in the state that you are in to get a little bit more detailed about what it is you need. These are general concepts that we are discussing So it is always important to follow up with an attorney based on your particular situation. And if you think that you're young or you don't have enough money to even think about estate planning or asset protection, I want you to give it a second thought. Passing away, okay, death does not discriminate against age, gender, race, socioeconomic level. When it's your time to go, it's your time to go. And two perfect examples of celebrities that we're going to discuss later on in the program is Aaron Carter, who was very young, okay, and uh, Ivana Trump, who was much older than Aaron Carter. But here we have two individuals in the limelight with some money, and we are going to discuss what is going to happen now that they've passed away. 
So we're going to talk about Aaron Carter and Ivana Trump um, later on in the program. And a lot of people are curious, did Ivana leave anything for Donald? I mean, the first gut reaction would be, why would she leave anything for a man that she divorced? Um, and why would that even be a question? But it's always interesting to see what's in the mind of these individuals before they pass away. So that's why it's important to create a plan. You don't want the state to come in, step in, and execute the plan that they already have in place for individuals that don't take the time to work with an attorney and get a plan. Um, Again, probate court, it's the court that's going to administer your estate when you don't have a proper trust or will. And it is a long process. It is time-consuming. It is expensive. Um, Your family will have to wait before they can access the funds that you leave behind without prior court approval. But having a plan allows them within a couple of weeks to basically distribute everything to the actual beneficiaries. So you want to avoid probate court at all costs. And we can go into a little bit more detail about what it would entail to go through that process and why you want to avoid it. We have a caller on the line. Megan in Santa Monica has a question about setting up her trust. Hi, Megan. You're on the air with Nas Burini. Um, So I am a single person who divorced but have my estate um, that originally owned uh, one property in California. I have subsequently sold that property and have not yet updated my estate, but I um, purchased five uh, investment properties in the Midwest. Um, my understanding to protect those properties from, you know, lawsuits and to keep my trust um, somewhat ironclad, um, I formed an LLC out of Las Vegas or out of, you know, out of Nevada, Nevada, because I believe that they have the most protective policy for real estate investments. And then the goal is to put all of the properties into the LLC. But I was advised that each individual property has to be set into some separate little entity. Can you tell me a little bit about that? Yes. And I'm so I, I'm so shocked that you're asking this question because the whole program today, I was going to spend a majority of the time talking about asset protection and how to set up, set up these entities. So, um, so you said the properties are in the Midwest. What state specifically are they in? They're in Indiana and Missouri. Indiana and Missouri. Okay. So I, I like that you set up the Nevada LLC. That's great. But because the properties are in another state, essentially what needs to happen to give you the most protection, there is a misconception that if you just have a trust, it protects you from creditor claims and lawsuits, which is not correct. So I like the fact that you did a trust. I like the fact that you set up a Nevada LLC. Um, the trust is going to help you to avoid any any probate, but it's not if it's a revocable trust, it's not going to protect you in from any lawsuits. So let's go into right. detail about the Nevada LLC. Now, you do you have tenants in these properties in um, the states that you purchase this real estate? I, yes, I do. Okay. So what needs to happen is each property should have its own entity in the state that the property exists. Okay. So if there's a property in Indiana, you need to set up 
an LLC in Indiana, and the title of that property needs to be closed in the Indiana LLC. Now, the way to protect yourself from lawsuits, because there's another misunderstanding that if you just do an LLC, you're good to go. That LLC needs to be owned by another LLC, okay? Nevada is a good state to have it, to be the owner, but Wyoming is a better state, and I'll tell you why. First of all, Nevada has an annual fee of $350, I believe. Wyoming is less than $100. In addition, Wyoming does not reveal your name as the owner of the entity online. Nevada does. And Wyoming also offers you charging order protection, and so does Nevada. So those are, those are equal. But what charging order means essentially is that when you have an LLC, you have to operate like an LLC, which means that you have to continue the formalities, pay the annual fee, file a, file a tax return, keep minutes, have a resident agent. And a lot of people fail to do that. And if you fail to do that, a creditor can pierce the corporate veil, meaning a judge can say, OK, you can go after the assets of the LLC and you can go after the assets of the owner of the LLC that are in their personal name. OK, so when you have an LLC that owns the property, but within the LLC, you have another LLC that's the owner that gives you protection from creditor claims and charging orders because Wyoming is one of the most strictest states that protects owners so that even if somebody tried to pierce your corporate veil, they're going to have to deal with the Wyoming courts and the Wyoming law that's in place for LLCs. So I like what you did with Nevada, but I would take it a, a second step and I would see, I would title the properties that you have in that state within the state that they're located in an LLC and then have the Nevada LLC be the owner. Because if you have those properties in another state, but you're registering a Nevada LLC and you're receiving rental income, you have to notify Nevada as well. So I don't know if that makes sense over the air, like if you have some understanding. It, I know it, it's, it's kind of complicated because I know that, you know, my understanding is that in the Nevada LLC, unless they're not able to access the, um, you know, my personal information, unless um, there's a case of fraud, which I think you're saying that because of the complications of all the, you know, that just the tapes and paperwork, um, that they can make easily make a case that it has been fraudulently run. Is that what you're saying? No, I'm saying that if you own a Nevada LLC, so the secretary of state, for example, like in California, I can look up a business entity and I can see who the owners of that business are in Nevada. They do the same thing. So you, you have some protection as far as creditor claims, but it's, it's known who owns that business. We want to make sure that we create an entity where nobody knows who owns the entity. Wyoming is one of the few right. states where, and the reason we do that is because if you have a tenant, that tenant needs to issue a check to the LLC that the property is owned under and not you right. individually. So if it's owned under an LLC, they have to go after whoever owns the LLC. If you have your personal name out and about, they're more inclined to try to see what you personally have 
owned and also to see if you've continued the formalities of running a business properly. Did you keep your minutes? Are you, um, do you have a resident agent? Do you have pay, do you pay annual fees? Are you filing a tax return? I'd love to talk to you maybe off the air um, about this in more detail and I can set up maybe a 30 minute Zoom with you and I can show you what you need to do to give you full protection if that if that would work for you because it's really hard to do it on the air. No, absolutely, because it, there, there's almost a visual where you need to yes, have a little, I need to, you know, little bubble diagram. Yes, <laughs> I need to create a flowchart for you. So, Megan, thank you for calling in. And if you want to reach me directly, my office number is 424-465-9003, 424-465-9003. You're listening to Love, Death, and Money on Talk Radio 790 KABC. Love, Death, and Money. I'm your host, Attorney Nas Baruti on Talk Radio 790 KABC. If you have a legal question about estate planning, asset protection, LLCs, corporations, having a proper power of attorney medical directive, you can call me right now at 1-800-222-5222, 1-800-222-5222. Before the break, we spoke to Megan in Santa Monica, who asked an amazing question about asset protection and having properties in other states and tenants and how you can protect yourself. And I want to get into a little bit more detail about um, hopefully Megan's still listening and, and she can call our office so I can have a, um, a one-on-one with her. But I'm going to talk about um, asset protection in a little bit more detail because I think it's important to understand this. There's a misconception that if you do estate planning, having a trust, that you're good when it comes to lawsuits and nobody can touch your assets. Nobody can come after and and file creditor claims and liens on your property and That's just not true. And as much as I am an advocate of having a trust, I also think that we need to take it a step further and have asset protection, especially if you are someone who invests in real estate, you need to protect the equity that you have in these properties. And I'm going to get into detail about that in just a minute. Um, If this is the first time you are joining the program, welcome. My name is Naz Baruti. I'm an attorney in Southern California, and I focus my practice on estate planning, asset protection, business formation, prenups, postnuptial agreements, um, and I love what I do. I, I love coming on the air and giving this information to listeners because it's not known. I can't tell you how many phone calls I get throughout the day with people thinking that they have the right information when it comes to end-of-life transfers. And having this show, and I've, I've been on the radio for almost 10 years, I have, in my opinion, it's impacted many families because many people think that assets just automatically transfer. You don't have to deal with the courts. You don't need guardians in place for your minor children. And, and listening to these stories that I share... Um, It's an eye opener. And that's why in 2018, I wrote my book, Love, Death and Money, A Woman's Guide to Legally Protecting Yourself. And you can pick up a copy on Amazon.com. It's a legal guide for women. I specifically wrote it for, for women at that time because women outlive men. And because of that reason, they need to be more aware of their finances and protecting themselves and having these end-of-life conversations. So the first part of the book discusses what is estate planning, how do I find an attorney, what kind of documents would I need, and the second part of the book is traps to avoid. It goes through 
um, the stories of women that are 19 years old to 90 years old and them being in different stages of their life, whether that's, you know, getting married, getting a divorce, um, getting remarried with children from a prior relationship and how to incorporate a blended family in an estate plan or just living with a significant other, the legal ramifications that comes along with that are losing a loved one, a spouse that has been taking... Movies, TV shows, books, podcasts, and more. It's what women binge with Melissa Joan Hart and her friend Amanda Lee. We have Lauren Bosworth with us. Yay! The Hills. So what is like your number one question from fans? The primary question I still get asked was, "What is it real? (laughs) (laughs) In 2024, to me, is a surprising question to get because I feel like everybody has been through the reality TV gauntlet at this point. What women binge wherever you listen. Care of everything as far as finances are concerned and having to start over. So it's a real eye-opener. And again, the book is called Love, Death, and Money, A Woman's Guide to Legally Protecting Yourself. And you can get it on Amazon.com. And to get more information about me, Attorney Naz Baruti, you can visit my website, barutilaw.com. That's B-A-R-O-U-T-I law.com. All of our information is on the KABC website. I know many of you are driving right now and can't jot down the numbers. And there is a link to our previous shows. We were previously on Saturdays at 5 p.m., new time Monday nights, 7 p.m. No other place I'd rather be than with you guys sharing this information. Now, I want to talk about asset protection. Um, The last time I checked, um, according to this poll that was taken um, based on... uh, not even a poll, it's just based on records of of filings with um, different courts. Every 30 seconds, a lawsuit is filed, okay? So we live in a society where people are sue happy. They just love to sue. You look to your left, people are getting sued. You look to your right, people are getting sued. Um, As a result, it's important to have certain barriers in place between you and creditors. And Again, like I mentioned, having a revocable trust is not enough to protect you from creditor claims and lawsuits. A trust is there merely to distribute your assets based on your instruction so that your family doesn't have to go through probate court. Going through that process, going through probate court is time consuming. It is expensive and you do not want to put your family through that. Having that plan allows you to distribute your assets without the involvement of the court. But it's important to do your estate planning before something bad happens. So timing is everything. And just like estate planning, asset protection, timing is really important. If you are in the middle of a lawsuit and people are suing you and you try to come and do asset protection, it might be a little too late. Because anything we do at that point, a judge consider it to be a fraudulent transfer and all of that time and money you put into protecting your assets can be reversed due to a ruling by the judge. So timing is important when it comes to asset protection. Who needs asset protection? There are certain categories of individuals that if you're listening right now, please, please give me a call just 15 to 20 minutes and I'll explain to you what you need to do and why it's important 
if you fall within these categories to have an asset protection plan in place. If you are listening right now and you have children that are under the age of 18 and they are driving your car, okay, you have a car, you let your child drive it, they're under your insurance, and that child gets into a car accident, you need to make sure that you have asset protection. Now, what's the likelihood of a 16-year-old getting into a car accident? Well, it's pretty high. And I speak from experience because when I was 16, I crashed a brand new Jetta that my dad had bought. And what happened after that? I had to go to traffic school. I had to pay some fines. But in that process, the person that I got into an accident with, who at the time, I must add, was driving on a suspended license, had the audacity to come sue, okay, my my parents for the car accident. And, you know, I don't want to get into too much detail right now, but that is a high possibility if you have teenagers, okay? And back then... We didn't have all this texting and technology on the car, you know, as far as um, navigation and Apple CarPlay, where you're literally like playing games on your on your um, your dashboard. We didn't have all these functions. So now children are easily distracted and an accident is an accident. So if you are listening and you have a child who's a minor and they're driving your vehicle, they're under your insurance. It's important to have asset protection. Number two, if you have a career, you are in a field, let's say you are a physician, you are a plastic surgeon, you are in construction, you have a high risk of lawsuits coming your way because you are in a profession where accidents happen and because of those accidents, you can be liable. So you need to make sure that you have asset protection in place to protect yourself and your personal assets. Now, another category of people that need to make sure that they have asset protection, if you are an employee, I'm, I'm sorry, an employer and you have employees, okay? Having a business in California is so hard. And I'm not just talking about all the taxes and everything else that comes out of your income, Okay. But because it is a state that protects employees versus employers, and at any point you can get hit with a sexual harassment case, your employee can get hurt on the job, and if you don't have proper insurance, they can come after you. You are in violation of wager, wage laws, labor laws, and so you're just at high risk. You're breathing and you're at risk of getting sued if you are a boss, okay? So you need to make sure that you have asset protection in place. And the last category of individuals who it is crucial for you to make sure that you have asset protection is if you're listening and you have investment properties, specifically rental properties, and you have tenants, you need to make sure that you have asset protection it is crucial that you have something in place where you are protecting your personal and your rental properties and the equity that you have in in these properties. And I'm going to go into detail about how you can do that. I know it's a little overwhelming when we're talking about it on the air 
And sometimes you need a visual or you need a diagram. Um, but I will give as much information as I can. And then if you need to make a follow-up appointment with me, Attorney Nas Baruti, you can call me directly at 424-465-9003. Again, the number is 424-465-9003. Or you can visit my website, barutilaw.com. That's B-A-R-O-U-T-I law.com. We, we can set up a time to discuss your needs, whether that's estate planning or asset protection. But remember, timing is everything. Not having a plan is like driving in your car without your seatbelt on. If something bad happens to you and you get into a car accident, it's too late at that point to go back in your car and put your seatbelt on. The same goes for estate planning and asset protection. Again, to make an appointment with me, Attorney Nas Baruti, you can give me a call directly at 424 424- 465-9003, and to pick up a copy of my book, Love, Death, and Money, you can visit Amazon.com and pick up the paperback or Kindle version. You're listening to Love, Death, and Money. I'm your host, Attorney Nas Baruti on 790-KABC. To Love, Death, and Money, I'm your host, Attorney Nas Baruti on Talk Radio 790-KABC. If you have a legal question and you want to ask on the air, the number to the station is 1-800-222-5222. 1-800-222-5222. We've been discussing the importance of having an estate plan and getting asset protection. If you fall within a few categories being if you have children under the age of 18 and they are driving around, they have their driver's license and To protect your assets from future, God forbid, car accidents, you need to have a plan in place. If you have a business, you're a business owner and you have employees, it's important to protect your assets and have an asset protection plan in place. Or you are in a field where you're high risk of getting sued at any point, whether you are a physician or you are in construction, real estate, or you are in an a person who has a lot invested in real estate, you have tenants and you want to make sure if your tenants sue you that you protect the equity in the the properties that you have. It's important to have asset protection in place. And like I mentioned before the break, timing is everything. Making sure that you have a plan for the day that you're no longer around. The timing is important. You can't create a plan if you've already passed away or are incapacitated. So you got to do it before something happens. And the same thing goes with asset protection. You have to make sure that you have a plan in place before you get sued to avoid any fraudulent transfer claims during a lawsuit. So if you fall within those categories and you are concerned about having a plan in place To protect you from lawsuits, I want you to give my office a call right now, Attorney Nas Baruti at 424-465-9003, 424-465-9003, or you can visit my website, barutilaw.com, that's B-A-R-O-U-T-I law.com. Again, the number is 424-465-9003. And we had... A listener call in earlier in the program, uh, Megan, asking about, you know, I've set up some LLCs for these rental properties that I have in other states. I am a resident of California. Am I doing it correctly? What else do I need to do? And 
you know, it's a lot of information to unload on someone. You know, sometimes I have to stop myself and realize that I've been doing this for almost 12 years, so it's second nature. Stacking Benjamins with Joe and his good friend OG not only has great financial insight, it's laid back with humor too. The quiet luxury trend is out and loud budgeting is in. Are we tired of the pet names? Yeah, because I'm loud and obnoxious, so this fits right in with me. And I'm like, yes, finally budgeting for me. <laughs> I get to walk into a restaurant go, I'm cheap as hell, and you're not getting a tip. Live from Doug's Budget. <laughs> Find out more by searching the Stacking Benjamins podcast wherever you listen. To me, so sometimes I have to slow down and explain in detail based on your particular situation what the best route is. This is not a one-size-fits-all. These are general concepts that can give you some insight about how to protect yourself and your family But at the end of the day, it's important to work with an attorney that focuses their practice on these subjects. And I am not a big proponent of using online resources because when you use online resources, you get yourself into trouble. Um, There are very difficult concepts in the legal profession to really unload and trying to figure that out out with a, a Google search is not appropriate and you end up paying more money than you would have if you worked with an attorney from day one. So please, you know, be cautious when using online resources. Now, I want to go into a little bit more detail about properties. Um, For those of you that have properties and holding them in LLCs, what are the benefits and, and what steps do we need to take and why it's important if you have rental properties to have asset protection in place? So let's just give an example. There is an individual named Joe, okay? Joe is an owner of a duplex and he has tenants in the duplex. Now, there are two kinds of legal threats that Joe faces. There's inside attacks, okay, from tenants. And let's say that he, you know, heard a a program that I had and I had told him, yes, it's a good idea to put a duplex in an LLC. So he titles the deed of the duplex in an LLC. So there's two kinds of threats, legal threats that he faces. One is inside attacks from tenants. So if his tenants are going to sue him. And then he faces outside attacks from non-tenants, okay? Remember the example I gave of car accidents? Like if he gets into a car accident, a non-tenant can can threaten the assets that he has within the LLC. If a tenant sues him, They usually can only reach the insurance policy that's owned by the LLC or the equity in the property within the LLC. And this goes for all 50 states, okay? But outside attacks, it matters the state that is used to register these LLCs. So there are certain states that are weak states and there are other states that are strong states. So what ends up happening is we set up an entity for a real estate purchase, okay? Let's say the property is in California. Great. We close title in the name of a California LLC, but we don't just put our client as 100% owner of that LLC. What we do is set up another LLC, okay, through a state that is a strong state for asset protection, like Wyoming, and that Wyoming LLC owns the California LLC. 
Now, the reason that Wyoming is a strong state to have LLCs, it's because it provides great asset protection. There's a charging order protection and it gives privacy. It it doesn't disclose who the owner of that LLC is. So if you are listening right now, I know this is a lot of information to unload on you. If you have rental properties and you just put it in a simple California LLC, I'm telling you that that is not enough, especially if you are a single member LLC. You need to re-examine what, how you've set up the entity and if there are other pl- things that you can implement to protect you from any lawsuits, whether they're outside attacks or inside attacks of the LLC. And I know this is very hard to digest over the air. So if you need help going over how to create an asset protection plan, I want you to give me a call right now, Attorney Nas Baruti at 424-465-9003, 424-465-9003. We have Kay on the line in La Habra. Hi, Kay. You're on the air with Attorney Nas Baruti on Talk Radio 790K ABC. Do you have a question? Yes, I do. Uh, when you were talking to the other lady and you said, I believe, a uh, revocable trust, there's a difference between an irrevocable, irrevocable trust um, for protection against lawsuits. Could you clarify that? Yes. So I am a big advocate of having a revocable trust. Revocable trust is great because, as I mentioned, it avoids going through uh, probate if something were to happen to the owner of an asset. And we want to make sure that families don't have to go through that process because it's time consuming and it's expensive. But many people think that if they just have a revocable trust, it's also going to protect them from any lawsuits while they're, they are alive, meaning that no creditor can access the asset that's within a revocable trust. And that's not true. There are some attorneys that advocate irrevocable trusts, and in irrevocable trusts, you can never change it. It's uh, like the term says, it's irrevocable. A revocable trust, as long as you're alive, you can make modifications to it. The irrevocable trust, why I'm not a big proponent of it, depending, it's a case-by-case situation, but if we were to set up an irrevocable trust and put someone's assets in the irrevocable trust, a couple things happen. One, like I mentioned, they can no longer change it. Two, they usually can't manage it themselves. They have to pick a third party to manage that asset. And third, it's considered a gift. You are transferring and gifting the asset into the irrevocable trust. So you have to get an appraisal on the assets that you're transferring and you have to file a gift tax return. I don't recommend this for everybody. So for those that are listening that want asset protection, there are other ways to achieve that versus just putting their assets in an irrevocable trust. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. And, and I have to tell you, you are the first person that has a good command of this. I know a lot of people in this situation, and nobody is very clear at all. Um, they go to people, and it's just nobody has a good answer to it. But I want to ask you one other thing. Sure. If you go the LLC route, I mean, are you incurring a lot more overhead with, with tax uh, returns and the like? Um, let's say you had, let's say, 10 properties, then mm-hmm. you have to do 10, 10 returns? That's, that's a really good question. So it really depends on how we set it up. 
Um, so there are certain states, like I mentioned to the previous caller, where the annual fee for setting up and, and continuing having the LLC registered with the Secretary of State is not that much. Like for Wyoming, it's less than $100. California, it's $800 a year to make sure that that entity is still in place. So I do recommend having multiple entities if you have multiple properties. And the way you have to think about it, Kay, it's just like having insurance, right? If we have car accident insurance, we're not in, we're paying that extra fee. We may not ever get into a car accident in our lifetime. We may never have to deal with a lawsuit in our lifetime, but it's a, it's a, it's an expense that will benefit you in the end if something were to happen. And I hope I, I answered that correctly. Yes, your expenses may be more, but you have to ask yourself what's better having this insurance plan in place or potentially getting involved in a lawsuit and having to deal with legal fees. And as an attorney, I can tell you the last thing you want to do is deal with attorneys. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm a big proponent with working with attorneys, but when it comes to litigation, I mean, before you know it, you're take, taking out loans to try to pay these legal fees and then you get buried in all these fees when you could have just set up a plan in place to create a barrier. The way you have to think about it is when you're trying to figure out where to live, right? Maybe you go to a community that has a gate, a guard at the front. So that's one layer of protection, but there's a possibility that someone can jump the gate. So what do you do? You make sure there's a gate in front of your house too, but they can jump that gate. But what, what else can you do? Well, you can put a lock, you can put a security system. These are just layers of protection to protect you from people that are just trying to get at what you have earned and what you deserve to keep for your family. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you, Kay, for calling in. You're listening to Love, Death, and Money. I'm your host, Attorney Nas Baruti on Talk Radio 790 KABC. And if you need to get a plan in place and you've been putting it off for way too long, I want you to give my office a call right now at 424 465 9003-424-465-9003. Love, death, and money. I'm your host, attorney Nas Baruti on Talk Radio 790K ABC. If you have a legal question for me that pertains to estate planning, asset protection, and you want to ask on the air, you can call me right now at 1-800-222-5222. 1-800-222-5222. Now, before the break, we were talking about asset protection, making sure that you have a plan in place just in case you get sued, which is a high, there's a high probability of it. I mean, every 30 seconds, a lawsuit is getting filed. So, if you fall in certain categories, it is crucial that you have a consultation with an attorney that that is that specializes in asset protection and can explain to you, like Kay said, that I explained it clearly. Like that is the biggest compliment. Thank you so much, Kay, and I appreciate you listening to the program. But if you're listening and you're a parent and you have a minor child who just got their driver's license, you need asset protection. If you're listening and you're a business owner in California, you definitely need asset protection. If you are in a field where you're at risk for getting sued because you are a physician or you're in construction, you need to get asset protection. Or if you have rental properties and you want to protect your assets from tenants or outside legal threats, you need to make sure that you have asset protection in place. And in order to do that, you need to work with an attorney that can create a plan for you to protect your assets from threats of people coming and trying to sue you. And there are, believe it or not, attorneys that are made 
<laughs> that that basically are looking for people to sue. They're just like waiting to take on cases for individuals that have assets that you know a, a, a claim can be filed, lien can be filed on if there is a judgment and they win. So you want to make sure that you protect those assets. And in order to do that, you need to work with an attorney that knows how to do that for you before something bad happens. We have Andrea on the line in West Hollywood. Hi, Andrea. You're on the air with me, Attorney Nas Baruti. Do you have a question? Hi. Yes, I do. Actually, um, something I've been thinking about a lot lately. Um, my dad and my mother bought a house in Beverly Hills many, many, many years ago. Um, it's a small, humble home. Um, it wasn't worth much then, but now, obviously, just because the rate, the value of it has increased. Right. My concern is when my dad passes property taxes just because of the going rate of this house. Again, it's a very small, humble home. It's not a mansion. But my concern is that if it does get today's value, I won't be able to, by myself, afford these property taxes. My dad's paying the rate of when he bought the house in mm-hmm. 1970. I was wondering what can be done to salvage that 1970s rate, or is that just not possible? It will become the rate of the year when he passes. That's a really good question. So first, there's there's a couple of parts to this question. Number one, it's important to ask your parents to see if both your your mom and your dad are on title of this house. Because if your dad... Can I just say that it's just my dad? Okay, it's just your dad. So one thing that's important is your dad needs to make sure that he has a trust in place. And if he has one already, great. If he doesn't, he needs to get one in place because if, God forbid, something were to happen to him, the property will go through probate. And that is just a pain that you do not want to go to because going through that process will take six months to two years for your mom to be able to sell it if she wanted to. So that's number one, getting a trust in place. Number two If it is your dad's choice that the property transfer to your mom, if something were to happen, then the property tax... I'm sorry, my mom is gone. Oh, your mom has passed away. Okay, I'm so sorry. Okay, so your dad... It's just literally my dad and I. Okay, so your dad needs to set up a trust. Now, Prop 19 passed not too long ago, and essentially what what that did is before Prop 19, you could transfer as many properties as you wanted to your children... And what would happen is that child would get the step-up basis and they the property tax would not change at all. It would stay exactly the same. Now, with Prop 19, your father can transfer that property to you and the property tax will stay the same if you use that property as your primary residence. So okay. if you are planning on doing that then and keeping the property, great. Then if you if you are going to occupy the residence, then there's no problem with the property tax increasing. Now, if you're planning on selling it, then you don't have to worry about that either. But you want to make sure that your dad has the property in a trust. So if you decide to sell it and you you are figuring out the taxes that goes along with the sale, they're not assessing it based on the 1970 value. So you would get an appraisal on the current market value and you would sell it from that amount and any profit from that amount, you would pay a capital gains tax. They're not going to go back to the 1970s value. So it's important to have a trust. If you decide to keep it, great. And then you can create a trust for yourself and put it and put your beneficiaries in there. 
And if you decide to sell it, then you'll get the step-up basis. But the most important thing I think right now is to make sure that it, it gets put into a trust. I hope I answered your question. You did. I'm sorry. I know you're, um, you have many calls to get to. Would the, and because I don't understand the trust, would the trust just be his name, my name, his name, or just my name? It will be under his name. And for as long as he, you know, is alive, he'll have control over it. If, God forbid, something were to happen, then it would transfer to you and any other beneficiaries. And I I believe you said it was just you and him. So if you have no other siblings and he wants you to inherit the property, you could be the trustee and you could be the beneficiary. Got it. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Trustee and beneficiary. Yes. Yes. Thank you so much for your time. You're welcome. Thank you, Andrea. Bye. Bye. These are great questions. So if you have an older parent and and you're concerned with property tax issues, step-up basis, and the property is just in, um, you know, one parent's name, it's really important to have this end-of-life conversation with them and get them going on getting this plan in place. Again, to make an appointment with me, Attorney Nas Baruti, you can reach me at 424-465-9003. Really quickly, I want to go over the estate of the late singer Aaron Carter, who the estate is being sued for several thousand dollars by Wells Fargo, which is it's it's kind of funny to see this. But I mean, even the legal fees are going to be more than what Wells Fargo is claiming. But according to legal documents, uh, Wells Fargo Bank has filed a creditor's claim against the singer's estate in the Superior Court of California and L.A. for two thousand eight hundred eighty seven dollars and fifty one cents. According to legal documents, Wells Fargo filed the paperwork on January 18th, 2023. The creditor's claim was filed in the County Superior Court of California. The bank seeks under $3,000 from the late singer's estate. Um, Wells Fargo reduced the basis for the claim down to one sentence. In the filing, they wrote, this claim is based on an account for goods and our services in the amount of $2,887.51 as evidenced by an account ending in 4304 a judge overseeing Carter's estate now has to approve or deny the claim. Now, the reason I bring this up is because, number one, when you don't have a proper plan and your estate has to go through the probate process, guess what? Um, Everything becomes public record. There's no privacy involved. Uh, Having a trust allows you to not air everything out in the open courts with what you have and allow creditors to come and file claims and judgments like this. Um, This is not the only legal trouble that the estate is going through. Um, His fiance is now dealing with um, a lawsuit filed by Sterile Pros LLC, who did a biohazardous uh, remedy. What did they do? They did some work on the home in Lancaster last year. They weren't um, paid. I think they filed a mechanics lien against the home. Um, now the, the LLC is claiming that for, they didn't get paid for labor services, equipment and materials, and they're suing for about $34,000. Um, now Aaron is survived by his daughter, who I think is less than two years old and the state has to go through probate now. And I think his sister filed a claim to be the executor of the state and, It's just unfortunate that someone so young, again, we can use this as an example. It doesn't matter how old you are. You need a plan. And if you don't have a plan, the state of California has one for you. To get a plan today, I want you to give me a call. Attorney Nas Baruti at 424-465-9003, 424-465-9003. 
Ladies and gentlemen, please get a plan, okay? I don't want to see you go through probate. You're listening to Love, Death, and Money on Talk Radio 790 KABC. We'll be back next week. Inside look at Hollywood with Michael Rosenbaum. Let's get inside of my buddy Kumal Nanjiani. When you talk about Eternals and it wasn't the response that you were hoping, how did that affect you? Marvel thought that we'd be going on a wave of raves, you know, and it wasn't true. The reviews were really bad. And you were aware of it while you were on tour? Yeah, I was too aware of it. And so very intentionally, I did start counseling. Emily says that I do have trauma from it. Inside of you with Michael Rosenbaum. Wherever you listen.